Hi there, this is John Frenet, and welcome to an encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. These are best done in person, and with the current state of emergency restrictions, that's just not possible. So we will be re-releasing our past episodes every Saturday at noon until this pandemic is in our collective rearview mirror. Until then, enjoy this encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. Some businesses succeed. Some don't. Then there are those that seem to have been around forever. The true entrepreneurial success story. How did they do it? What was their vision? What makes a success? In this special episode for Ion Annapolis, we speak with the true success stories. Those business owners that have been around for decades. Learn from their successes and failures. Now, here's host John Fernay. Hey, joining us on the phone today is Bill Mulehauser, who is the founder of, I would say Ramshead Tavern, but that would be selling it really short. So we're just going to call it the Ramshead Group, which I believe is the corporate name of the entity. But how are you today? I'm good. Thanks. I uh, appreciate that. Yes, you're correct. It's Ramshead Group right now. And this has been, and I'm a short-timer to Annapolis. I came here in 96. Ramshead was certainly certainly there. It was the, one of the first bars I ever went into. It was into the down bar with a friend. And uh, I've been obviously going there ever since. I think, I don't know whether this will make you mad or not, but I think that the uh, Roadhouse is probably my favorite one of them. Uh, <laughs> I just like that. I just like the vibe up there. We play trivia every Wednesday night. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, the Roadhouse is a favorite of mine as well. It's uh, it's uh, It was our, I don't know, I think our third stab at a restaurant where we we wanted to prove to people that we can actually go into an existing restaurant and not necessarily change its character too much um so we we tried to keep a lot of the it was called rudy's um when we bought it you've got the sign up there it still sits there right on the transom between the dining room and the bar still there we just sort of expanded on what they had uh, already started and been successful on for years you you've done that pretty well too and then just take a little bit of a step back right now in the maryland area there are five restaurants you've got the Ramshead tavern in annapolis you've got the shore house which is over on ken island i guess that's stevensville you've got yep. the Ramshead roadhouse in crownsville again the Ramshead tavern in savage over over that way yep. and then now you've got a, a new one up in glen burnie at the Ramshead dockside which is right on the river or on yeah, the creek. it's on a Furnace Creek. Um, that is our newest one, and a real exciting place, especially in the summertime. Well, again, that's that's a, a restaurant that was existing, and I'm I'm trying to draw a blank on the name of what it was. But that's something that you came in there and tweaked things. You pushed a couple little buttons, and uh, but you really didn't change the what the restaurant was. Right, it's still you know a neighborhood bar now. We we are going after the visitor a little bit more uh, than what they were doing in the past. But it's a it's sort of a, a lot like the Roadhouse, where it's a, a neighborhood uh, gathering place, bar, grill. Very very similar. Actually, uh, menu is very similar. Yeah, to the Roadhouse. Rams had got to start back in 1989, and congratulations, we're now in 2019. So that's 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can feel those thirty years. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I you know, I'm, I'm sure you can. I mean, I was uh, when I first moved into town. I briefly, for a minute, thought about buying Reynolds Tavern. It was for sale at one point. Right. And yeah. um, a a wise restaurateur in Annapolis pulled me aside and said, 
slapped me upside the head and said, look, you don't want to get into the restaurant business unless you're, you're born into it. And he had some, yeah. very, had some very good reasons. Back in 1989, you don't have a restaurant background in 1989. No, I'm, I'm actually an auto mechanic by trade, uh, still a car nut, still work on cars. Um, moved to Annapolis without uh, really having too much to do. My wife ended up selling real estate, or Paula. Uh, we've been married now for 43 years. She's put up with me. And I was selling cars up the street there uh Phipps Buick, which is now Adams. Yeah, I was a car salesman there. I called my wife and we were, I don't know, I, I like bars. So yeah, who doesn't? Enough to say, <laughs> yeah, let's find one. Looked at a bunch of them in Annapolis, uh, pretty well worn, torn, you know, not in good shape. Uh, I had given up. She called me and said, let's have lunch at a place called Ramshead. And we went down in a little basement, uh, 30 seats, three employees. And I said, hey, this is pretty cool. So we ended up uh, buying that. And that's where we started for the first time in the restaurant business. In 1989, did you have, even in your wildest dreams, picturing where you are in 2019? Or did no. you do, did you expect like a little 30-seat bar? And well, you know, it's funny with uh, the people. We've got some very long-term employees. And I, I always say we have an annual retreat. And what I suggest to these uh, younger people and the people running the restaurants or even if they're out on their own, I, I – decided when I was in the automotive business, repair business, that on uh, New Year's Day, I will always and still do sit down in a quiet room, usually with a beer. Um, but I always try to sit down and, and determine what I want to achieve that year. And that's what I did uh, at Ramshead. Uh, and I did that year after year. And that's I never had the, the full picture, but I always try to come up uh, on January 1 with a focus for that year. For a next step. Well, yeah, you're... and that might have been the microbrewery or the music or another location. Well, let's let's talk a little bit. I mean, we know the taverns. Those are the obvious ones. You've got Ramshead on stage, which is a certainly national renowned, if not world renowned music venue. It's consistently rated as one of the top ones by Polster Magazine in the under 500 category or, you know, whatever category they have yeah for quite a long time you were the managing partner for pier six in baltimore which was under a long-term lease from the city of baltimore yeah we had that for 10 years uh we lost that three years ago when it went out to rebid again then it was uh awarded to live nation right you had Ramshead live which was in baltimore which was in the power plant yep. and that that was sold at at one point to aeg you yeah so we sold uh, both baltimore venues to the Two big boys, AEG and Live Nation, are the you know two largest entertainment companies in the world, and uh, they go at it all the time, you know, beating each other up. And uh, Rams had decided it was best uh, not to get in the middle of two of them, so we sold Live to AEG, and the amp went to Live Nation. Well, it sounds to me like uh, AEG realizes the value of the Ramshead brand, too, because it's not called AEG Live. It's called Ramshead Live still to this day, I believe. Yeah, we're very proud of that, that they maintain the name. And you've, you've also, you also were in uh, Maryland, and I'm going to screw up the name of it, but Live Casino and Hotel for a little bit with Ramshead Center right. Stage. Center Stage. Uh, we had a five-year agreement uh, with them, and we played out through that agreement, and we decided to focus on other other territories and that ended up down here in key west <laughs> and that brings us to the, the key west theater which is the southern version i guess of ram's head on stage to a degree it is um you know I, I have to say that i have a well we also have the brewery of course and that's a whole separate side of business but i have a partner in that a gentleman by the name of john rotenhouse 
And uh, John and I both uh, are owners of the Key West Theater, yes. And, and it is an extension of, of Ram's Head on stage. Uh, the acts that we put there on stage, we're bringing to Key West now. Sure. And then you've also most recently acquired another restaurant down in Key West. And um, Right. Has that been fully rebranded into a Ram's Head yet at this point? Or? It, it, uh, it'll be uh, rebranded on uh, September 1st. Uh, currently, it's called Blue McCall. Uh, a friend of mine, Fran, he uh, he actually, I've known Fran through Delaware restaurants for many years. Uh, I bought it, or we bought it, the Ram's Head group bought it from him. And it'll become a Ram's Head, uh, Ram's Head Southernmost, September 1st. <laughs> you, guys don't, you guys don't, you don't rest on your laurels but, too often. No, the company's gone through a change, and I'm not sure when it's appropriate. Uh, I sold uh, the majority of my ownership to John Rodenhouse, the gentleman that I'm half partners with in the brewery as well as the theater. So the Rams Head Group is now primarily owned by John Rodenhouse, my son Kyle. Family members here and there, but it's still a very family business. John, I, I can't say enough about him as a partner. I've been partners with him. Uh, even at Ram's Head Live, John was a partner of mine. Well, I'll t- I tell you, and, uh, you talk about the family members and the staff that you've had and everything else, and I, I, I can't agree with you any more on the people. And you, got, we've worked together with Ion Annapolis for Ram's Head for nine years, and between just everybody that's been in that office, whether they're across the, well, they were across the street, but whether they're upstairs yeah. over the you know, over, over the, the venues or whether they're right. in the restaurants, whether they're working the sound, whatever it is. I mean, these guys are, are top notch and I love yeah, hearing. Thank I, you. I appreciate that. Well, I love, I love hearing the stories out of it. I mean, I know there's several marriages that have come out of, out of employees oh, that have goodness. worked there. <laughs> so many. I mean, um, my wife and I, someday we're going to count them. Uh, it's pretty neat. Um, uh, and I, you know, Wayne Fertitta, Corky, um, Corky's been with us for over 25 years, and he is now down here in Key West. Oh, did he Did he uh, move down there? Yeah, yep. Uh, he moved down here, so he's been down here for maybe two months almost, and he's the general manager of what will be Ramshead Southernmost. Not a bad move. Not a bad move. Yeah. I mean, my, my favorite yeah. Ram's Head story is when I first came – well, not when I first came down here. I had, I'm had i divorced. I got divorced in, I guess it was 2000, and it was one of my very first Christmases without my kid. So being the sad sack that I was feeling sorry for myself, on Christmas Eve, fairly late at night, I roll over into the Ram's Head Tavern in Annapolis, and it's empty. Uh, not not a whole lot was going on there, and I'm like, okay, this is. Uh, sat there, talked to other people, and we all we all had the same story. We were alone on Christmas for whatever reason. Some were divorced, some were traveling, whatever it was. Drinking beers, having a good time, laughing, and I said, hey, you know, we're hungry, and they said, well, we're not really doing a whole full kitchen thing going on. I said, really? I said, can't you get me like some nachos or anything like that? And they're like, well, no, we really don't don't have much of that. And I'm like, okay. So I went down to Seven Eleven down there on um, off a of Ra- <laughs> off a of Rao Boulevard. I bought a bag of nachos and a and a jar of queso salsa, uh-huh. whatever it is. Yeah. I took it in there. I said, here, throw this in the microwave. And we uh-huh. sat we sat there. It was just a group of about twenty of us. And I swear that all of us had the best Christmas Eve we've ever had as as a bunch of sad sacks in the Rams head. But it was and, and we're still in touch with some of the people that are there. And it was just uh, it's. Uh, it's just, you know, it is, it is a place that everybody feels comfortable. You mentioned the brewery, and that's something else that I know that you've really grown with. You um, are yeah. the Fordham and Dominion Brewery, which was actually brewed in Annapolis at one point. Yeah, well, the Fordham name comes from the Fordham family back in 1703. It was uh, the first uh, brewery. We, or I, I did, uh, 
I resurrected that brewery in Annapolis in 1995. Okay. And then, uh, oh, geez, we, I moved it uh, for a while. Then we were operating in Annapolis and Alexandria. And then for a while, we were operating in Annapolis, geez, Arlington, and Dover, Delaware. So now we have consolidated and we are 100% manufacturing in Dover. And I will say that even, you know, your penchant for events and entertainment extends down to the brewery because I know that you have the R2 Hop 2 Festival, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, my, yeah. Perhaps my favorite is the Cheese Tober Fest. Hope, right. Hopefully that will go on. But I know there's several different uh, large scale events that happen down at the brewery. Crazy name of a street, but it's like McBee Drive. Um, yeah, we're going to start doing more there. We just had our grand opening for our new tasting room uh, at the brewery. So we, we moved one of the ladies uh, that was managing at the Shore House. We moved her down to manage the tasting room at Dover. Now we're going to be doing uh, quite a few events outside. Saturday, we had food trucks there. We had music. Uh, expect to do more there in Dover. That makes sense. And that's a, actually, that's a really fun day trip from Annapolis. Uh, you can be down there inside of a, yep. and you know, about an hour, uh, an hour and 10 minutes or so like that. And it's, uh, not a bad trip at all. No. And you've got, you've got, you've got some tasty brews. I mean, you've got the whole Ramshead IPA, which is your own private branded one, but you've, uh, you know, a lot of, I know your new sour that you introduced is really nice. I like that as well. Yeah. Um, the one we have a lot of hope for right now is we just brought out a new, I'm trying to sell beer now, uh, the new backstage IPA. Okay. So, yeah, it's a, a more sessionable IPA. Uh, that seems to be the direction that the industry's going. Uh, Ramshead IPA can kick you butt pretty quickly. <laughs> yes, it um, can. <laughs> but this uh, backstage, and you're right, the sour beer, uh, we just came out with a honey uh, beer called Zombie, and that one I think will be a mainstay beer as well. Right. Well, the, the different beers that you come out with, and, and again, all of your restaurants do celebrate the beer releases, which is, you know, I know so many people that have collections of the pint glasses. Yeah. Uh, the first the first night it's uh, I can't remember you pay you pay like seven dollars for the first pint and then refills are like a couple bucks or something like that and you get the pint glass yep. to take home which is you know do that uh, yeah the first Thursday of every month and uh, we'll be doing one here in Key we're actually going to do the same thing here in Key West come uh, uh, September the first Thursday in September right and did you, now did I hear also rumors that you've got wine on tap in your restaurants now which is something now did you guys buy into a winery or is that just a partnership yeah. No, that's my uh, the partner, uh, John, or John, who bought the majority of shares of mine out. He's a partner of my son, Kyle. Uh, John has a winery up on the Finger Lakes. Okay. So, you know, Ramset, who was never, he's kind of kid. If you want, don't. If you want wine, don't go to Ramset. But uh, <laughs> now, now you've got to rethink happened. that. <laughs> yeah, the partner in the wine business. So. Um, we're going to be bringing his wine into uh, the Ramsheads here in Florida. And we also have an entertainment venue up in the Finger Lakes uh, at his winery. So we, oh, I think it was Robert Olkeen we just had up there last weekend. But uh, so we'll be doing music up in that area as well. And John and Kyle and Chris, who's been with me now, Chris does the majority of our booking. You're going to kill her. You're going to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we brought her. Uh, she's actually the whole Freinschaft uh, is in Greenville today looking to open up a new venue in Greenville. Oh, uh, wow. Ramshead's on a real growth kick right now. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm primarily now involved in just handling Florida. Right. Uh, but Chris, uh, we brought in a gentleman by the name of Todd Erickson, who was involved with Ramshead when we were booking Pier 6. We hired Todd, and uh, Todd works for Ramshead Promotions. 
and we just opened uh, a New Orleans office for Todd and uh, moved a lady that worked for us here in Key West out to New Orleans. And now we have a booking office in uh, there as well. Wow. So, yeah, a lot going on. <laughs> all, 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 all these secrets, they don't tell me. This is, uh, hmm. wow. Oh, we just, uh, just signed the uh, management agreement for the Key West Amphitheater today. I just delivered that to City Hall here in Key West. And how big is that, Daniel? So, uh, uh, 4,000. So uh, we will manage that for the next three years, and hopefully we will uh, be able to uh, manage it for the following three years. Right. And, you know, and, and the way the, the music has gone, I mean, when, again, when I first, say, discovered Ramshead back when I moved down here in 96 was on stage didn't exist um, for about another year, I guess. And there was apparently some reason that you decided you want to get out of the re- not out of the restaurant, but move from the restaurant business into the entertainment business, which was a, a great move for you. And then you ventured into festivals. You had the Silipana Festival that uh, wasn't for a year because of a hurricane. And then it came back. Oh, and, yep. <laughs> and it was, yep. Then it rained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, weather wasn't our favorite there. We may uh, go back to that as well. But wow. how do you ever get hit by a hurricane? You know. Um, wow. Yeah, was, in 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 Maryland, in Maryland, and <laughs> you know. Just so you know, I I was here in Florida. I'm living here in Key West, and that hurricane was headed towards us in Key West, and we closed shop here and headed to Maryland. My wife and I, and lo and behold, that damn thing followed us up the coast. And ended up uh, having to cancel the Silicon Festival that year. Oh, that was that was. I, I do have the T-shirt from that year. I, oh, really? I, I I got the T-shirt, so I thought that was uh, that's my sort of takeaway from that. I know my father lived in Florida uh, before he passed, and he had the same thing. They evacuated out of the East Coast. He was up in uh, Stewart, and oh, yeah. it, it was going to be a direct hit. I can't remember what hurricane it was because that just sort of rolls off my radar. But they evacuated everybody into Orlando, and they. Yeah. He was in a retirement community and they had the buses and everything else. And they all go in, into Orlando and sure enough, this thing like veers off and then comes right in and takes straight shot into Orlando. And his place was never well, touched was, or anything like you know, that. That just happened again recently and two years ago with Irma. Well, we, yeah, we've got a lot, a uh, lot happening. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Well, you're, you're also booking um, certainly shows at Maryland Hall. At key, yep. at, at key School, at Key uh, Auditorium at St. John's. And yes. most recently, you've got the Abbott brothers that are coming up into the University of Delaware. So you guys have got your fingerprints all over the place. Yeah, we uh, the Abbott brothers we had here in Key West for two nights. So we sold the uh, Key West Amphitheater out, uh, brought thousands of people to the island. Uh, Todd, our new booking uh, assistant with Chris, uh, we will go after, uh, you'll see us booking a lot of colleges. That's sort of a new direction that we're adding to our, our booking portfolio. But yeah, we do some booking, uh, yeah, other little venues, uh, Jurgles out in Pittsburgh. Uh, well, where, where are you from originally? Are you originally from Annapolis? I'm Pennsylvania, um, Dutch country, uh, a little town called Topton. Okay. But uh, I'm uh, originally Topton, Kutztown, near Allentown. Okay, yep. Yep, the went co- into the garage business there. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Kutztown, uh, yeah, all, we always hung out in Kutztown. That was a big town for us back at, then. At the Folk Fest. Oh, yeah. At the, at yep. the Kutztown Folk Fest, absolutely. In the Philadelphia. Did you uh, ever go to the Kutztown Airport, get a glider ride? I went to an airport and did a glider ride, but I don't believe it was in Kutztown. It was uh, probably like Solbury, out on a little bit closer okay. on the Delaware River. But we did cruise out to Harrisburg and back on no gas, which I thought was absolutely amazing. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, uh, my wife and I, we owned that with a partner, Fred Clemens. God bless you, just passed away. But we owned the Kutztown Airport for nine years. Oh, wow. Interesting. So, yeah, that was something uh, something I did. Even when we first bought Ramshead, I would work Ramshead. Well, I'd work the car dealership, Ramshead, and then I would fly back to the airport and work the airport on weekends. That I did for quite a few years till we were able to get Ramshead to be successful enough to do that solely. And, pa- and Paula stuck with you through all that. She did. In fact, she worked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the heck she did that, but she uh, her last job with Ram said, although she does uh, all the decorating, she just remodeled or decorated the Key West restaurant. Uh, was Savage. She uh, loved not only decorating them but uh, being the host. And she called me one day and said, "You know what? I'm done. I quit." <laughs> And uh, she didn't really quit. She's still very involved, like I say, in helping us with odds and ends. I, I don't think. I mean, even though you've said you've sold some, you know, the majority share of it and and whatnot, I don't think that once you've uh, given birth to this baby, that there's any way that you could ever quit it. Um, well, I can. Uh, that that I proved to myself. I. You know, I sold uh, the most of my shares to Kyle and John on October 15th of last year. And I thought, well, I'll just kind of hang here in Key West and go fishing and golfing. Yeah, right. And work the theater. So, but uh, that didn't last too long. So I said, all right, guys, I'm still engaged. One thing that I want to talk about, and I know that you guys tend to be a little bit hesitant to talk about it, but it's the benevolence that you guys give back to the community. One huge thing, and I sniffed this out a couple years ago, and uh, the polar bear plunge. You guys have been a staple for the Maryland State Police Special Olympics of Maryland polar bear plunge, which comes around every January. Uh, you've got the Ram's Head Ice Lodge. Uh, whether the, the roof gets blown off by a storm or what whatnot, you guys are always yeah. there. Uh, you yeah. always field a team that is doing the super plunge. You've got you raise money and 100 percent of the proceeds of that. And this is, you know, you're serving the Fordham beer, you're serving the Dominion beer and 100 percent of the proceeds go to Special Olympics on that. That's not that's not a moneymaker for you guys. And that's something I know that uh, several years ago when I I had heard that they're like, well, yeah, but we don't like to say that. And I said, well, I'll say that because I think that's some that's huge because, I mean, you have really given back an awful lot to the area, the city. I mean, you're bringing in national acts that are coming here. You've made Annapolis music scene a scene. It, it wasn't. It wasn't before 1997. Right. You know, to have the the caliber of entertainment that we've got coming in here, the caliber of the food that's being served at the taverns, uh, and the all the other the other restaurants that aren't called a tavern, but the the house the taverns and houses, I guess. Um, yep. And and I think that it's uh, you know I know that there's. Never been a time when anybody's asked you guys for something that you're you're not willing to support a local cause, which I think is just absolutely tremendous for a business that's been here for 30 years. Yeah, we try. You know, you're asked so often, and we we try to focus and and at least do one thing a year that we we can be very proud of. Um, for many years, Rams had also sponsored uh, uh, projects up at the Baltimore Aquarium. Uh, we tend to try to do things for children. Um, I had a son that was killed uh, on a bicycle accident when he was eight years old, Kyle's brother, Chad. Um, so we dedicated, uh, 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 oh, it was called uh, Your Size Whale Wise up at the Baltimore Aquarium for many years. And, and every time you bought a ticket at the amphitheater in Baltimore, money went back to the Aquarium Bowl. Another event, you know, you 
Special Olympics. Uh, that's especially important to uh, Kyle, and um, I've never really talked to him directly about that, but I'm pretty sure that, uh, that has to do with his brother as well. So, so uh, yeah, we we like doing that. Um, we like that donation. We try to make it significant. Um, I personally am working with an organization right now in Florida, uh, which trying to raise significant money uh, to rebuild the shelter for uh, abused women and children uh, that was taken away uh, during the hurricane two years ago. Wow. Uh, county doesn't have money to uh, rebuild it, so we're in the process of, uh, of working with some folks and see if we can raise some, some real money to rebuild the shelter. It makes you it's something good. And, and I feel good about this, particularly not just for the sake of helping uh, the women, but again, it involves children. So that sort of, you know, hits a soft spot in the Mulehauser family. When you've received so much from the community, and again, the Annapolis community and certainly the Key West community and all the other ones that you're moving into have uh, been supportive of the Mulehauser family and the Ramshead brand for 30 years. Um, yes. You know, and it, and it does it does make one feel good to give back in whatever, whatever possible way you can. I mean, even, you know, on the smallest level or something much larger. And I think that that's all about being a good citizen and about being a, uh, you know, a good, a good business, a good solid business for whatever community you're located in, whether it's Key West or Savage or uh, Annapolis. And it's interesting. uh, I'm 65. So when we do these things, it's interesting to see the young folks that work for us get excited about it. So it actually introduces them at a younger age into that arena. But we have no problem um, staffing these events and, you know, with our employees. They, they, they volunteer to do it and they like doing it. So that's a, a good feel as well. You know, I've, I find that the tenor of volunteerism and philanthropy, if you will, has changed a little bit over the last probably 15, 20 years. And I, I wonder whether if this was being done in 1989, whether it would have been the same. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, I don't know. That's, I agree. I mean, the you know, I know several people that work for you, and the, that polar bear plunge rolls around, and man, I am hounded incessantly to donate to each <laughs> each of their individual ones. Come on, come on, pledge yeah. me, pledge yeah. me, pledge me, pledge me. Don't pledge I, her. Don't pledge her. You know. I only did it twice, and then I okay, that was cold enough for me. Oh. I do the one down here in Florida. <laughs> what's, what's, what's that called? The bathtub plunge there? That's a... Yeah, it's a polar bear plunge off of the South Beach here, uh, uh, southernmost beach. And uh, I mean, the water might be 75 during the winter. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is yeah. yeah. We're, we're bleeding hearts up here. Feel so put, bad. For put you. it this way: we we run into the water. We stay in there with a cocktail. We don't run back out like we did up north or do up north. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very different. But, uh, you know, again, I want to, you know, congratulate you and certainly your partner, John Rodenheiser, and, you know, everybody that has worked for you over 30 years. Um, I know several of them that are all grown up and married and kids and everything else that, um, you know, it's been a staple for so many. It's been, you know, fond memories for everybody. I know you had a, uh, you had an American Idol contestant that was in, that was an employee there for a while. Yeah. Um, You know, I forget the name, uh, and, but, uh, no, really good, good employees. You know, it, it really is. And I'm it's so excited to hear that this, uh, what is the saying goes, a rolling stone gathers no moss and that you're 
you know, you guys are looking looking forward. I mean, we've got booking offices in in New Orleans now, and we're looking at yeah. you know other venues in the Finger Lakes regions and the wine. And yeah. I mean, this is this is the sign and the success of a business that is constantly evolving and changing up the plan. Yep, Greenville today. So bringing bringing John in and having, uh, not, you know, I, I I can't give it up. You said that very very well, but uh, it, it's exciting to bring my partner. John in uh, full force because he's still he's got that excitement and that will to continue that ball uh, rolling. So uh, well, I th- exciting I think, time. I think also is it's a you get a different set of eyeballs on, and I don't want to sure. say a problem, but just on on the operation. And there can be something yeah. that you are so blind to that you have. And and of course, the people that are closest to you, you know, your wife and your senior management and everything else could be also be very be blind to it. And all of a sudden somebody says, hey, well, why aren't we doing this? And yep. and boom, there you go. Why? Why, yeah. why do yeah, we John don't? John runs a, a host of uh, successful businesses and uh, his, he has two. Well, he has a daughter within a dance class, uh, owns a dance studio, not for profit. And we have a dance studio here at the Key West Theater. Uh, he's got one son that... Uh, uh, has two uh, very well-known recording studios, LA and New York, and then uh, another son that runs an import-export business. Our beer actually is now in uh, the UK, and uh, we just shipped our first container of our beer to uh, China. Wow! And, uh, also, it's uh, headed to Japan. So, so bringing uh, the Rodenhaus family in with the Mühlhauser family has really uh, opened up new doors. Now that's two German families, right? Is that, is, that, is, that, is that how that works? That's a uh, that's beer. That 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 that's if, true. If, if there wasn't beer involved, John probably wouldn't be involved. Well, well for, uh, Fordham and Old Dominion. That sounds like a British. Sounds like it could be a British uh, a British brew. Yeah, uh, so, it'd be interesting to see how it goes goes over well in the Orient, though. That's uh, yeah, it'll be uh, it's a, a hot micro market right now. We're just starting to be, so will be interesting. First and, container, it's uh, you know crossing the ocean right now. How much beer is in a container? Well, you get the forty foot. Um, I don't know. I should. Know. <laughs> so when you say a container, I know the you're dollar ta- amount, but I'm not going to say right, that. Right, right, right. So you're talking about like a container, like a essentially like a tractor trailer type. A tractor trailer. There, you have a twenty foot, yeah. which are those, you know, half, and right. then the forty foot is a, a typical tractor trailer size. Wow. Okay. So you've got. So, so it's on the way. So if anybody's yeah. listening to us from China or Japan, hey, your beer is yeah. almost there. Almost there. <laughs> Hopefully it's good when it gets there. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, Bill Muhlhauser, I will not take any more of your time. I appreciate you taking some time out from that horrible place you live in in Key West where the weather is <laughs> 70, where the water is 72 degrees and provides you with cocktails during a polar bear plunge. Uh, it does. It's not bad. <laughs> um, but thank you. Well, thank you, know, you. You know, thank you very much for 30 years of what you've done for the city, what you've done for the area. You know, and I, I, I appreciate working with you, with you folks for all these years. And um, I'm so excited to see where, where you go. Thank you, John. I, I'm excited uh, as well. And I appreciate you letting me do this interview. Absolutely. Thanks very much, Bill. Okay. Now, take Bye-bye. care. Thanks for listening to this special podcast for Ion Annapolis. Please be sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinions. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. 
Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play.